We are continuing our study of Shira Malot. We mentioned last week a Midrash on this Pasuk, and we gave one aspect of that Midrash. Just to review, the Midrash says, I'll read it for you, that when Yaakov Avinu was traveling to Lavan, running away from Aesav, needs to get married, needs to start a home. So the Pasuk says, he said, He says, let me look at my horim, let me look at my teachers, let me learn from them what I'm supposed to be doing. But then he says, Meaning, how am I going to get help? How am I going to get my wife? Aizri. Aizer kenegdo, Torah says. That's a wife. Me'ain yavo aizri. How am I getting my wife? And the Midrash elaborates that Yaakov Avinu was troubled. He said that when Eliezer went to find Rivka, his mother, for Yitzhak, his father, he had camels, he had money, he had all the right tools to be able to land a wonderful young lady like Rivka. But he himself, he has nothing. He's coming to Lavan without any camels, without any gold, without silver, with nothing. He had nothing. He was penniless. He says, How am I going to get married? My father got married because he had money. But I don't have money. So how am I getting married? And then says the Midrash, Yaakov Avinu, he answered himself. He says, no, Yaakov. Mistake. Your father didn't get married because of money. Your father got married because Hashem made it happen. Aizri, me'aim Hashem. He says, the one that's going to get me a wife and the one that got a wife for my father was that money. Hashem is the one that made it happen. Which means that Yaakov Avinu was declaring that he has clarity in his emunah that Hashem oseh shamayim va'aretz the one who made heavens and earth is the one who not only made it but he is oseh Notice those words, Ose, not Asa. Asa means in the past, when you buy a car, the manufacturer made it. Asa. The manufacturer is no longer involved in the car. He made the car, and now going forward, the car runs on its own with the owner without the manufacturer. But that's not the way Hashem made this world. He didn't asa shamayim v'aretz. He's oseh shamayim v'aretz. What does oseh mean? Oseh means he's making shamayim v'aretz. It means that the shamayim v'aretz that were here yesterday are not the same ones today. It means that every moment that goes by, Hashem is energizing the world and keeping it going. It means that Hashem is constantly 
not only keeping the world going, but He's keeping every person going. Hashem is involved in every aspect of this world and keeping it moving. Hashem is involved in every part of our lives. The part that is seen and even the part that's not visible. Hashem is Oseh. He's constantly, constantly doing. This is part of the Ne'emanut of Hashem. Part of Hashem's um, consistency. His loyalty to what He does is that He is constantly doing the same thing. Hashem is so consistent, He's so consistent that it may be viewed as Asa. Follow? Hashem is so consistent, it almost feels like He made it already and it's just on automation. That's part of the trick of free choice in this world that Hashem is so consistent for example every time a person jumps he comes down every time so it looks like Hashem made something called gravity and gravity just works by itself all the time it's a machine that operates by itself but it's not every time a person jumps there's an oseh Hashem is involved in bringing that guy down through something called gravity. You understand the difference? It's not that they, he created gravity and then gravity works by itself. Hashem is always making gravity. That means that when you jumped yesterday and came down, it was a different jump today and came down. Hashem brought you down yesterday, He brought you down today, and He'll bring you down a million times and never fails. Hashem is so consistent in what he does, it almost feels like he put the world on automated. That's part of how Hashem gives us a challenge of free choice to believe, to see Hashem, or to get blinded by his consistency. How do you know when a person is not automated? When he makes mistakes. When he makes mistakes, he realizes he's actually choosing. Because yesterday he chose A, today he chose B. Oh, that means he's making free choice. But if someone chooses the same thing all the time, he never chooses anything else, the guy's a robot. He has no free choice. Hashem's consistency is so powerful, is so constant, that it can make the person feel that it's just an automated machine. You have to remember that. That's why David HaMelech always, he points out this point. Oseh, we say it every day in the morning tefillah. Every day we say it. Ashreh, fortunate. She'el Yaakov be'ezro. Look how connected it is to our pasuk. Fortunate that the God of Yaakov is Be'ezro. Same word, Me'ain Yavu Ezri. The God of Yaakov, the same Yaakov that said this Pasuk. Fortunate is it, fortunate is the person who the God of Yaakov helps him. See, and how, why would the God of Yaakov help him? 
What makes him so special? What is it, a lottery? He won the lottery. Hashem says, oh, I'm going to help that guy. What, 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 what? The fortunate here is a fortune of choice that the guy made or it's a fortune of luck. Is it a mazal? Again, when you say a guy is fortunate, it could be in one of two ways. He's fortunate he won the lottery. Basically, he did nothing. He bought a ticket. Or he's fortunate because he did something that got him something beautiful. So what kind of ashre is this one? Ashre, fortunate, is the one who the God of Yaakov is Be'ezro. He's helping him. He's with him all day long. Wherever he is, Hashem is serving him. Sivro al Adonai Elohav. You know why he's Ashre? It's not luck. Sivro, because anything he does, he looks up to Hashem for help. Anything he's involved in, he knows Hashem is with him. So the result of a person who's constantly looking to Hashem, he doesn't look to the doctor even though he goes to the doctor. He doesn't look at the buyer even though he has to go to the buyer. He doesn't look to anything in the physical world for his assistance. He calls the Shatchan, but he knows not the Shatchan. Anything he does, even though he does it, but he knows Sivro, Sivro means his hope. Where is he looking? He's looking to Hashem. That kind of person, Hashem is Be'ezro. The more you hope to Hashem, interesting, the more you bring Hashem into your life, the more He will be in your life. That's the way it works. Ashre She'el Yaakov Be'ezro. Fortunate is the person who Hashem is always helping him. And why is Hashem always helping him? Why is he getting extra attention more than anybody else? Sivro al-Adonai Because he's always hoping to Hashem. Now, listen to the next words. And why is he hoping to Hashem? Because he realizes the world is not a machine that was made and Hashem left it to operate on its own like most people see the world. Hashem is always making whatever's in the heavens and whatever's on earth, whatever's here. He's always doing it. The oceans, the whatever's in the ocean, it's always Ose. Hashomer, this word. Hashomer emet le'olam. Hashem is watching emet. You know how you watch Shabbat? To make sure you don't desecrate Shabbat. You watch the Shabbat. You make sure you don't do something wrong. You prepare beforehand to make sure everything is the right way. Hashem is also Shomer. What is he Shomer? He Shomer Emet. Emet means Hashem is true to his word. Hashem created a world and he is committed to running the world the way it's supposed to run. Hashomer Emet Le'olam. He is always making sure to run the world according to the way of nature. That's why we say 
on the Yamim Noraim, we say, Le'olam Adonai Devarecha Nitzav Bashamayim. Le'olam means always Devarecha, your words, the words that you created the world with, those words, Le'olam, are in Shamayim. The creation didn't happen 5,784 years ago. That's the first time that Hashem created. But He's constantly Le'olam. It's always there. Hashem is always creating. Le'dor vador emunatecha, the Pasuk continues in Tehilim. And that's why when people realize Hashem is always making something new, they have clear emunah in Hashem. The difference between a ma'amin and a person who can't find the emunah is the person who is not a ma'amin sees the world as a machine that's running on its own. And when the machine runs on its own, what could you do to the machine? What are you going you gonna to turn to the machine? The machine is running the way it runs. When the doctor tells you, this is what we see. It's a machine. The machine is going to run on its own. When you see the world as a machine, you lose your hope and connection to Hashem. So says David Melech, you want to strengthen yourself? You got to see, you got to be the Osejo, not the Asa. The Ose, meaning if Hashem is creating, is giving me life every second, then it doesn't matter what the machine says. Oseh. Hashem is the one that's doing it. If He's doing it, He can do it any way that He likes. Anyway, anyway, back to our subject. So now, it sounds like Yaakov Avinu is struggling. Yaakov Avinu sounds like, when we read, Shilamalot, when he says, Me'ayin Yavoezri, struggling. Where am I getting help from? My father had money. My father had the wherewithal to get married. Where am I getting help from? Struggling. And then he says, listen, Yaakov, come on. Give yourself hezuk, Yaakov. It's not about the money. It's not about your father, how smart he is, and his capabilities. It's not about that. Hashem is the one who helped him. And he's the one that's creating the world moment after moment. Don't worry. He'll help you. If Hashem wants to help you, he'll help you too. He's the one that gave him the bride, not the money. That's how you read this Midrash. That Yaakov Avinu is a man questioning emunah. It's hard to say it. That's what it sounds like. He's questioning if the money landed Rivka, his mother, or Hashem landed Rifka's mother. It's like a guy going to work and he made money and he's not sure did the money come because of his work or the money came because God sent it to him. Not sure. He found his kala. Is it because of his dating capabilities or because Hashem sent it his way? Yaakov Avinu is struggling. Now the truth is it's actually very beautiful because we struggle like that too. Not, it's not a struggle that's not uh, common and it's not a struggle that's foreign to us. We also struggle in life to, to, to locate the source of what we have. Is it because of me? 
Because of him, because of her, or because Hashem. It's a constant struggle. That's what you see in this Pasuk. When it says, A man who is struggling with Emunah. Struggling with Emunah. And he has to strengthen himself. Yaakov, come on. Yaakov, it's not about that. Hashem is the one helping you. And he moves forward. So actually, when we say this pedic, it's very much connected to us because we do very much struggle with emunah. There's so many levels of emunah and we struggle with it. Only problem is we're talking about Yaakov Avinu. That's the problem. If this pasuk was something that we said, we would be very comfortable saying it the way it's written, the way the Midrash is writing it for us. Question is, how could it be that Yaakov Avinu is struggling with Emunah. Yaakov Avinu, we know him as a, it says, Ishtam, he was a complete person. He grew up in the house of Yitzhak and Rivka. He was a man who was Yoshev Halim. He lived in the tents of wisdom. He was a man who spent 14 years by the yeshiva of Shem Ba'ever. Yaakov Avinu is the epitome of truth. Yaakov Avinu is one of the legs of the chair of Hashem. Yaakov is a great man. Yaakov Avinu has a prophetic dream right after this. How can it be that a man like Yaakov Avinu would even have a thought that his father and mother got married because of money? What kind of thought is that? Again, me and you are very simple people. We're struggling to get basics in our mind, in our lives. But Yaakov Avinu, how could that be? How could Yaakov be struggling with something that is, we would say, beneath him? He really Yaakov really thought that the money is the reason why his father found of God. He really thought that? He has to correct himself? What, what is going on with that? Again, me and you, I, I bet if you saw a rabbi saying this, even in today's world, you bet. That's disappointing, really. Chaim Kanievsky thought that uh, he found his wife because of his great effort. Really, he thought that? And he has to strengthen himself? What are we talking about? Yaakov Avinu, this giant of a man, he's struggling with emunah? That's a big question. So again, when we say it, it's very good for us. Strengthen that every time you say the spirit of Tehillim. Remind yourself. He's the one helping you. But how do we understand it by Yaakov Avinu? I, I love what you're saying. So It's so on point. What he's saying is that Emunah has many, many, many levels. Meaning a person could believe in Hashem. He could even believe that Hashem is involved in his life. But even a little bit of addition from somewhere else, let's say you think that Hashem is doing 90%. And 10% is being done through other ways. That's also a lack of emunah. I mean, it's 90% better than the guy who is zero. If you're 99% think Hashem is the one, and there's 1% that's also being decided by the doctor 
or by the situation or by the guy. That's also a lack of emunah. Now you're 99% dead. Beautiful. You think Hashem is 99% doing it. But there's, you have a little bit, a little bit coming from this person, that person, that situation. That's also a lack of emunah. So a person could be on the level of Yaakov Avinu who has tremendous amount of clarity that Hashem is fully involved, but even a little bit of giving others the room that they're also doing for you is also a lack of emunah. Let me explain to you what 99% and 1% means. It doesn't mean hishtadlut. When a person makes his effort, right? That is what the Mesilat Yesharim says is a necessary, a necessary act in order for Hashem to give you. I will repeat to you a mashal I once gave you. A very beautiful mashal to realize and understand the difference. A person who never saw a big city came from the farm. He came to New York City for the first time, never saw anything like it. All of a sudden he sees this huge building with very, very many steps going up. They told him it's the post office. He goes up to the post office and he sees people waiting online. Sees a long line of people and he's watching where these people are going. He sees when it comes to their turn, they go up to the window. They give the guy their, their ID. He gives them a box. And they go home. They pay $5, $10 for the box. One guy gets his box. He tells him, what, what do you got in there? Isn't it a bag of watches? Really, wow. Another guy got a bag of diamonds. This guy got a bag of that, a bag of this. And he sees everyone online. As they get to the counter, they bring out the ID. Give the guy $5. And they get the box. He says, what a building. What an amazing building. This Gorgeous. He goes online, gets his ID ready, gets his $5 ready. He goes to the counter, says, yes, sir. He says, here's my ID. I'd like to get a box. They said, we, we, we don't see any box for you. He said, I don't understand. I just saw 100 people getting a box. Now, all of a sudden, by me, I don't get a box. So at some point... The teller realized the guy's a Amaharetz. He understood what the guy thought. He thought that everyone comes with an ID, gets a box. They come over here. You don't get the box because of your ID or because of your five dollars. It's over here. We already have the box for you. Someone sent the box for you. But in order to get it, you gotta show us ID and give us five dollars. Then you get the box that came for you. Some guy got a box for diamonds, another guy got a box for watches, one guy got a box for papers. 
The box was already sent for you. You got to come here with your ID and a few dollars to pick it up. This is the way our Parnassah works. Hashem already sends the boxes. It's earmarked for the person. The box doesn't only include money. It includes many, many things. Parnassah is not only money. Parnassah means all your needs. Your health, the health of your family, all the time that you need to spend in helping or in situations that you may not really ask for. All of that, Parnassah, is decided. It's a box that's given to every person. Now, in order to get the box, you got to make your hishtadlut. You got to go work. You have to travel. You have to make phone calls. That's part of your hishtadlut. But when you get the box, don't think the money bought the box. That's like the guy in the post office. He thinks his $5 got him the box. No, no. The $5 is what you have to pay to get your box. Your box was here before the $5. Also, a person's parnasah was already given. But he needs to make ishtadlut in order to pick it up. That's all. Hashem says, I need you to make ishtadlut. You're not getting it without ishtadlut. So therefore, when a person gives his ishtadlut even 1% of why he got the box, it's a lack of emunah. So there are people who think they got things only because they shadlut. So they're very, very far away from reality. But there are people who have emunah. I believe the people here, people listening, have emunah. We have emunah. We do understand Hashem runs the world. We do understand that Hashem decides. We do have emunah. But just remember... Just because you have emunah, it doesn't mean that you can't use an upgrade. Because the top, top, top level of emunah sees nothing but Hashem. Sees no other credit for what you have. Not because you're so smart. Not because you're so smart. I thought of this. I did that. I, nothing to do with you. That was your effort. You could have done all that and got nothing. Emunah is not a yes or no box to fill out on a paper. That's what you see. That's what he's saying. Beautiful. You know, if they ask you on a piece of paper, you have emunah, you don't have emunah. Baruch Hashem, the people listening would say, I have emunah, check. But that's the wrong question. Because emunah is not a yes or no question. And emunah has... Endless amount of levels to it. A person can never say, I have emunah. You could say, I have some emunah. But when a person realizes that emunah has many levels, even Yaakov Avinu, Alaba Shalom, with the emunah that he has, he's still searching to upgrade his emunah, to take everything out of what happens to him except that Hashem does it. Nobody else. Azri, that, by the way, just to support this answer, and with this I'm going to finish for today, that could be the reason why he asked the question and he gave an answer. Let me explain. He says, Me'ain yavo Ezri, from where does my help come? 
And then he says, My help comes from Hashem. Why didn't he just say straight? My help comes from Hashem. Why does he have to share with us a question and then an answer? Just get straight to the answer. Oh, let me explain to you the difference. If he would have said right away, Hashem helps me. You could have taken from that. If I say, Abraham helps me, Yosef helps me, it doesn't exclude anybody else. I say, wow, this guy always helps me. God helps you. doesn't exclude that others don't help you. So if you say, Hashem, it means Hashem helps me, Hashem is there for me. Beautiful, that's great. But that doesn't exclude others. Oh, when you say, My help. Where does it come from? Where does my help come from? Then, it's identifying all your help. Which means, the only one who helps me is Hashem. Nobody else. People may do kindness and try to help me, but it doesn't mean that their help is really going to help me. The real help, the only help, nobody else, is the creator of the world. So it's beautiful, a beautiful point. Thank you for that. Really, it's a beautiful point. We see from Yaakov Avinu, a person should never feel that he has emunah on the highest level. He should always feel a thirst to go up another level and another level. Emunah is not a yes or no question. Emunah is a work in progress, up and up and up. And even when you become Yaakov Avinu, on the level of Hashem talking to you, you still have more cleansing and purifying of your emunah to understand there's nothing else but Hashem who's giving you what you have and will give you what you need. Be'azrat Hashem, you should have a beautiful day. Asako Baruch.